Remember to hit record, Randy. Oh, leave meeting. We click right. <laughs> All right, we're recording. We're recording. How do we want to start this? Like how we usually do. <clears throat> okay. Going to what you've been nerding on first, I guess. Just sure. What have you been nerding on? We'll riff it. Slow, slow, methodical back into how we do things. Hello and welcome to Cast Bringers. Cast the Nets. It's been a while, Chris, Randy. It's been a while. How are you guys doing? Hey, you haven't lost your touch. I can tell for sure right there with that. What do you mean, man? Coming right Right back. Right on it. So, summer vacation treating you fellas well? It, it's treating me great. Got new new recording space, new digs. Part of the reason why we haven't recorded an episode in so long. So, yeah. Randy? It's, it's been great. Treating. Should we preempt this just by giving, giving them a gist? Like, we're not going over any big topic today. We're just going to go through a bunch of things we've been doing in the nerd world. Well, we were going to get to that right after. <laughs> Sorry. Just, okay, are those your toes? Just Randy's gonna just, you know, <laughs> just stop stomp on them. On them. <laughs> right now, Pat. Do those hurt? What we don't have show notes. <laughs> this is this is what happens when we when we're just trying to ad lib an episode. <laughs> yeah, Randy, why don't you go into a little bit more depth about that? My summer vacation's been great. How about yours, Pat? <laughs> it's been really good. Okay, very deep. Um. <laughs> So much nerd stuff. I'm just going to start here and then let you guys go with it. The number I've been doing. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's slow it down a little. Okay. I'm too excited. I'm we too excited. Really excited. Guys, we're back. We're so excited. <laughs> yeah, so. We're back. But yes, for the listeners out there, just kind of echoing what Randy was saying is we're just going to, it's going to be, the episode's going to be a little different today. We're really just going to do a lot of catching up and just from there, that will lead the discussions on what we're talking about today. But a lot, because we have a lot of things. We want to fill each other and all you listeners out there and on what we've been doing and, and how we've been spending our summer vacation so far. So yeah, Randy, dive right in, man. What have you been up to? I know you've had a lot. So yeah, I'll just, I won't go through all of it. Let me start here. I got the Kindle um, and the, uh, the new Kindle e-reader, you know, the, what is it called? The paper white. And I got the, um, Amazon Kindle Fire tablet 10 inch. And I think I talked about this in our last episode like a month ago. Did you got say a, you got the can, Amazon Fire 10 inch? 10 inch. 10 inch. <laughs> ten inch ten you, you, you go backwards uh, into your tablet. Yeah. It gives you the beginning and end of the book, and then you have to like meet in the middle. I, I actually, it's got just it. a, it's a tablet that I don't understand anything I'm reading. On <laughs> I, uh, so guys, that was my big plan for the summer. I got them both. I didn't mean to get the tablet, but it was a great deal. And I decided not to go with the paper white. Um, so if you're a big reader, the paper white is very small. Um, it's not super easy to read on. And I honestly didn't feel like it looked like paper. Like you really did need the backlight on, which kind of takes away the paper white feeling. All that being said, the Kindle e-reader is awesome. The, I mean, the um, Fire tablet. So I got Hoopla and I've been cranking through the new Hickman X-Men comics and I am so confused. So Chris, this is something I was kind of hoping to ask you a little bit about. Um, comic books in general, uh, how do they work again? 
because I thought I could just read, oh, X-Men volume one and all the stories would go together and none of them go together. Uh, so I had to do a lot of research on it. Apparently you have to read Dawn of X in those volumes in order and they take six comics. So it's like six different titles like X-Force, New Mutants, etc. There's six of them. They combine them all into Dawn of X volume one and then volume two and volume three and so on. And I'm going to try that, but I was going to ask you, is that on Marvel Unlimited? Yes, it is. Okay. I think Marvel Unlimited runs six months behind new publishers. So okay. something, as long as something comes out six months later, it's online. Um, and that is on there. I believe that's where I read. Yeah, it is because I read it there. And yes, it is confusing. Yeah, well, I just is that how most comic book series are? I never really, I like I said before, I never got into comics. That's just how he's doing. They're doing X Men now. Mm. Is Hickman's writing the main line, and he'll write like one overarching story, and then all of these they're supported by all the side, um, side storylines. So like, there's one where. Uh, something happens with Professor X mm-hmm. and then in the next issue of X-Men, he's fine. Yep. And nothing, they kind of gloss over it in a panel or two, but to get the full story, you have to go read X-Force, the two issues of X-Force or whatever. And so it's kind of trying to build like a real branching intertwining um, thing through all the X-Men titles is what I've got. And honestly, I'm not that caught up on it. So, um, but it, what I have read is really good. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I read all of, so I went all separate because Hoopla doesn't have Dawn of X and I went through them all separately uh, up through volume six and they're all, I like them all. I know you kind of can pick and choose, but I think the tough thing is there's so many of them. I can't just go straight through the X-Men titles. I have to like, if you really want to know and follow it all, you kind of have to read most of them. I think the other confusing part is they assume that you've read X-Men before because they don't explain any of their powers mm-hmm. in any of it. So I'm kind of like Wikipediaing some of the characters yep. and so on. That is very, very true. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's awesome. So I'm loving the, the uh, Kindle Fire tablet because it's beautiful to read comic books on. Can you read with your ears on the Kindle? You can, yes. Awesome. They actually gave you a free subscription for like... I don't know, maybe a week to audio, what's it called? Audible. Mm-hmm. So you can also use that if you want. Um, Start the wheel of time. It's I, only 27 straight days of listening. <laughs> <laughs> I may. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we want to go around Robin here. So there's my first thing. We want to go to somebody else and we can just go around naming stuff we've done nerd wise. Sure. All right, Pat, uh, you want to go? Sure, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> I've got I to think of something. Well, I guess the biggest thing that's not itself a nerdy thing, but it, there's a lot of little nerdy things intertwined with it. Was I moved into a new house? So that was what's been taking up most of my time. Pat, um, can you tell our listeners the best part of your new house that is one of the most nerdiest slash awesomest things? I can. The best part about my new house is as soon as you walk in, so you walk in through the front door, and to the left is the sword mounted on the wall greeting you when you enter and actually i added to it guys i think i took a picture with the intention to send it to you i don't think i ever did but uh so i finally got like a little end table to put to put there because that was like our intention so we can put our keys and stuff and so on the end table 
You can see that there. Is that a nice giant dragon on the bottom? Nice dragon what statue. Is that? It is amazing. A big old dragon statue right at the bottom. How did you forget to send us that picture? Uh, kids, man, they're, they just they take away from whatever other thing you're trying to do. Uh, you now have a third kid in that dragon statue. <laughs> I can't wait till the next picture is the sword has broken the table because it's right on top of it. Dragon statue pieces all over the ground. <laughs> it, uh, it looks awesome, Pat. I'm it, very yeah, excited. we were we were looking for looking for like that end table that's there and then on the way it was me and my son my son ben and we were walking around and we were at just like you know like it was at home the furniture store and so they just have all this weird random crap to decorate stuff but then they just had this huge dragon i was just like ben should we get that dragon he was like yeah it's like all right well mom asked it was your Sorry, fault honey. You ben said i had to get it yeah ben said i had to get ben it wanted ben, it. ben uh, i was actually gonna get anyways that was a test you passed yeah <laughs> you are <great>. my son <laughs> also for, for listeners out there my son ben is is uh four so yeah. he doesn't he doesn't know what's going on he's just like yeah whatever <laughs> Dad, like all, all i want you to or, get or does he four. know exactly what's going on or, yeah that that's the other four yeah but so, but so I guess, yeah, the, the sword thing kind of encompasses the best part about owning a new house is you can decorate it however you want. And so I'm just trying to put all the nerdiest stuff I can everywhere I can. Uh, it enables getting me to- it on the wall before your wife gets something on the wall. <laughs> exactly. That's the game. Uh, and it did also allow me to, to find a bunch of old nerd stuff that I like forgot about, like for instance, my Raspberry Pi. So I got that up and running again and then downloaded some ROMs for that. Got my... PlayStation, my old PlayStation 3, I hooked up for some reason. I don't know why, because I was bored. And so I've been playing some older PS3 games, the biggest one being NCAA football. Uh, that's been a fun one. Um, what year yeah. is that? Is the NCAA football? Chibo is on the cover, and I believe it is 08. Wow. It might be, it might be 2011. I don't remember. It's one of those. So, two. so, Pat, let me just clarify you have a Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. You have a PS5. Uh-huh. You have a new sword. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were so bored, you decided to hook up the PS3 and play NCAA 08. I shouldn't say bored. I was, it was <laughs> laying there and I had an extra TV and I was like, well, I can't not hook it up, oh, right? Enough said. Extra TV. That's all I need. You, you yeah. needed something to do with the extra TV. I get it. Actually, I, re- I remember the re- my reasoning was, the, I was hooking up the retro pie to it because I'd found the power source. And I was like, we have like Blu-rays and stuff down here. We like really whittled down our DVD Blu-ray collection, but we kept, so we kept just like the ones that are our personal favorites. And I, we put those in the basement and I'm like, well, if we're going to watch these on the TV, we have nothing to watch them on. And I was like, oh wait, the PS3 plays Blu-rays. So I should hook that up. That was the reasoning why. But then of course I was like, well, if this actually works, I got to get all these weird, <laughs> weird games and start seeing if those work too. And they did. It was great. <laughs> I'm glad I called you out because that makes a lot more sense. Yes. Cool. I, but you, obviously in the back of my head, I, that kind of was just like a, it was more of an excuse than a reason because I didn't remember that that was the, you know, that that was why I did that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. um, going back to your house, Pat. So I, I was in your other house. You have quite a few uh, framed pieces of artwork. Are those up yet? They are not up yet. That's uh, the, so I am getting getting my kind of like nerd cave thing set up in our basement. Um, I have a nice 
a nice thing going so far, but I haven't had time to hang those up yet. Just with getting our, our old house, we're still kind of prepping to get ready to put on the market and sell. And just those have not quite taken a priority yet, but those will be, that'll be coming soon. I've always been kind of anti the man cave type thing. I was like, well, it's your house. You put it up wherever you want. But I will say um, my one buddy set up his basement who does DMD, which hopefully you guys will meet him. Shout out to Ross. And it looks so cool. Like he put all his nerd stuff down there. I'm like, you know what? I'm all in on this now. It's like in my house, it's spread out my apartment, which Laurel probably isn't a huge fan of. Uh, but it, I think it is cooler all in one spot. Like it does look pretty sweet. And you can throw a couple things out there. Like the sword is awesome. But like all the, the pictures we got from Comic-Con stuff, that's going to be pretty sweet, I bet, in your basement. And, and Randy, uh, 100% of the week. Because I'm with you. I, I was, even in my old house, like very kind of anti, you know, the, the dedicated man cave space mm -hmm. or whatever. But now, you know, after talking to some friends and some, and, and my wife and just everybody else, like they're like, yeah, it's kind of weird having just all those like <laughs> weird nerdy pictures hanging up in your upper stairwell and, and things like that. Like that's not real art. Like don't, which, you know, I have my arguments against that, but at the same time, I was like, you know, I can right have a dedicated space for it all in the basement. And yeah, and actually I'm trying to set up a little like comic spot too, where we could, you know, chill and read comics, all the graphic novels I have and stuff like that too. So. And play some board games, maybe too. That's the, mm -hmm. I'm hoping. Here's hoping. Awesome, Chris. How about you, man? What have you been up to? Take one. Number one thing, I'm on the bus supporting the Richmond Greyhounds. Love them, Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. I put it above The Office, put it above Seinfeld. Wow. Put it wow. Into Parks and Rec. So my wife and I binged season one, watched uh, first episode of season two, the morning it came out, mm -hmm. literally was laughing out loud, peeing my pants in bed. Um, it was absolutely fantastic. Apple TV is where what, it's like $4.99 or $5.99 a month. Yep, $4.99. 100% worth it. I and I think watch season one. I think you can get Apple One, which is like their bundle. Mm -hmm. I think that's only like nine ninety nine, and that's that's. No, I looked it up today because I it's uh fifteen, I think, for the lowest 15, tier. Okay, but and that's still, but that's arcade TV and their music thing. Which, yep. I don't know. It's and you get extra iCloud storage if that's yeah. the thing you use. So. And I think you can share it across like five users, which which most of that one is in next play. price tier up. Oh, is it okay? The family pack, yeah. Got it, got it. So, Chris, when you say binge, like you watched every episode in a row? Uh, we do it in two-ish hour increments, so like four to five episodes at a time. Okay. Season's 10, 10 or 12 is, um, issues long, 10 or 12 episodes long. So we watched it in three nights, I think. Okay. That's impressive. I mean, when I was with Pat, I, uh, we binged it all at once. So it, it was exactly what, five hours, five and a half hours, Pat. I don't even and know if it was that long. Might've been a little less. Yeah. It might've been a little less. And that might sound impressive, but then that might've been the third time Pat had watched the, the season. So second, second, second time. time I did. Watch, and then I went back by myself and watched it again. So my Pat, wife and I watched, yeah, my <laughs> wife and I watched it the, our first time and we did it like Chris, but we did like 
three to four episodes at a time mm-hmm. and watched it over. I think for us, it took us maybe about a week or two to finish because it was like in the middle of my wife's clumps of overnight works and stuff. So like I didn't, you know, I, I waited for her to watch it. Um, the big thing I know is when we were watching it, um, we watched like the last half all at once because we had we realized there's only two episodes left and it was like 12 30 in the morning well we'll do one more we're not going to fall asleep (laughs) you can't just leave the last episode (laughs) um i was saying that because pat was the one i think he was he was the one that told everybody about this show uh to start so we watched it it was phenomenal me pat and rob and uh i just read an interview with the guy who plays the grumpy player I always forget. He's a writer on the show too. Oh uh, um, yeah. What's his name? The old, the older guy. Yeah. Um, you... Roy Kent. Yes. Did you guys read this interview? It was great. Mm-hmm. He, and I've read some um, Jason Sudeikis interviews too, but his interview was, he was a writer on the show. I'll just give you the gist. And they wrote, they were writing the season. He was writing Roy Kent. He's like, this feels like me. This feels like me. He's like, I think I could do this. I think I could play this role. And he'd been an actor and some other stuff too. He's like, but I don't want to say anything because if they don't give it to me now, I got to go back to the writer's room and face everybody after I've asked to play the character that I have written. He's like, you just can't do that type of thing. He's like, so he waits till the end. He's like, finally, they finish writing. They don't film yet. He goes to Jason Sudeikis. He's like, I think I could do this. And I think they had him maybe do a couple lines or something like that. And they're like, this is you like done. And now he's up for like an Academy award Mm -hmm. for it. I think it is. So it was a really cool story, but he said he relates to it. And then the Jason Sudeikis interview I, I read um, was fantastic. My favorite part of that interview was when they tell Jason Sudeikis, you know, do you feel like you're this character? He's like, no, he's like, you know, you always feel like a part of you is part of the character, but you know, that's the part that you put into it. He's like, but in all honesty, I've been telling all the interviewers that, and there's times when I'm around other people that I work with and they're like, no, 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 you're wrong. This is you. You are Ted Lasso. You act just like him. He's like, so I guess at some point I've got to admit that I am pretty much like Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> they said they started laughing about it. So it's, it's phenomenal. Like my favorite thing is seeing where the character and the idea came from. Was that Fox, Fox sports yeah. needed yeah. or Fox you know, whatever needed uh, some Americanized character to help Americans understand soccer when they had the Premier League on TV. So <laughs> Jason Sudeikis came up with this Ted Lasso character to like explain soccer to stupid Americans when which they were al- in the Premier League. Which also anyone who's like tuning into Fox to watch the Premier League, like they know, like they're not the ones who need this <laughs> either. So like also just a terrible idea. Kind of a bad idea, anyway. The old concept of like the the, when Fox had hockey, they needed to highlight the pucks. Yeah, Yeah. people who watch hockey don't need it highlighted. If you need the puck highlighted, you're just not going to watch hockey, right? Right. And also, can you highlight the puck when I'm actually playing hockey? Because that'll help me out a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I love the show so much too. Just every character is so likable even the even kind of like the antagonists or villains like you like them because they're so crappy and uh just like bad people it's uh, it's so good Mm. i I will say i am i also watched the the season premiere of season two 
and it does just make me though want to like not watch any of it until the end and so i can binge it again because this mm-hmm. is a, such a bingeable show and I, I did i really liked being able to just like rip through three or four episodes at a time i think the way you got to do it is you watch them once a week when they come out and then you binge the whole thing at the end yeah it's probably yeah. before you watch I mean, the final episode that's probably what i will be doing this uh i was gonna ask this too so what else on apple tv is worth getting so should i wait until the end for ted lasso or foundation comes out in a yeah, month i saw foundation. that's what i was gonna say okay foundation is coming out and then uh there's i know like um what was that it, the morning show has gotten good reviews i want to see that but i i don't know i've also heard some bad things about it that it's kind of overrated so i don't know what about uh, uh the m night show on it too which is decent i haven't Supposedly he's not bad. I what was it, Chris? There's a Tom Hanks movie. Oh yeah, Greyhound. Okay. Uh, no, no, yep. that's the soccer team. This right. is the movie that Tom Hanks is. Also, in. minor spoiler alert: if people haven't seen the first episode of season two, but me and Jamie, my wife, laughed so hard at the Earl Greyhound, uh, like pun, in the in the beginning that. of the show. Uh, the name of the dog. The name of the dog was Earl Greyhound. And we it were, even dawned on me. Yeah, we were, we could not get over it. It's such a great pun, such a great dog name. Oh, I gotta go see the episode again. <laughs> is uh, isn't the M Night Shyamalan show on there? Is that good? Yes. Servant? I haven't. I don't. Okay. Know. But uh, there's a few movies on there that are supposed to be like decent or pretty good. There's yeah. also a uh, um, Jason Momoa uh, C. I think it's called. Yeah, that like that... kind of a fantasy. It got it got a second season. So okay. Maybe it picks up. I don't know. Yeah, I heard season one wasn't amazing, but it wasn't yeah. bad either. Um, all right, cool. I'll, all right, uh, so this would bring me into some of the stuff I've been watching, I guess. Um, I'll. I, this was going to be my recommendation for the week, but I got to talk about it. Counterpart on Amazon Prime. Phenomenal. Like amazing, amazing show. It's a sci-fi spy show, more spy than sci-fi, but enough sci-fi elements that I think I can talk about it on here. Uh, J.K. Rowling. Um, it's got yeah, Pat. You, you have a real missed opportunity, Randy. We could have called it sci-spy. Oh, sci-spy. <laughs> or spy-fi. Or spy. Yep. Ooh, we could also nice. spy. Actually, spy-fi go. is better. Spy-fi. spy-fi. Is better um he plays this is not a spoiler you find out the first episode it's essentially our world has been split into two worlds so there's our world there's our world and another world now i don't even want to watch it it's the it's the going between the two you like how i'm just ignoring you guys it's the going between the two no this is this is the gist and he plays jk plays um the same yeah same Oh, it's JK, JK, JK Simmons. Okay. He plays the same. He plays the same character in two different worlds, but they're different types of it, it's a wizard. Okay, guys, it's awesome. I'm telling you, this is this is like Ted Lasso think, when Pat told everybody and nobody listened to him. And now everybody's saying it's awesome show. You guys got to watch. Think, I think I saw a preview on this show on NBC where it's like the guy. If he was like went after his passion and he's a rock no, star, no, 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 went no. after, Not went that after one. family and he's a cop. <laughs> oh, the one they're playing million times during the Olympics. That yeah. show, I kind of want to see, but it's not this one. <laughs> no, I do not want to see that you show sure at all. Just that just show watch the the final season of Guys, the Expanse. 
did we forget this is the no judgment zone guys this show it's done so well i am telling you you gotta see it i told Rob about it i love jk simmons so oh he is so good in it i can't remember i don't know if there's any other famous people in it but he's so good uh i watched a few netflix movies that i would not recommend uh behind (laughs) we've all been there behind her eyes was one I watched the one with Bruce Willis. Did you guys hear about that one? What was I that? Reach. I'm not even. Sh- I'm pretty sure. And I, I was going to propose this off air, but let's do this now. We should do an episode where we just we come in with a, an idea for a sci-fi film and we just write the whole film during the episode because we could definitely come up with something better than Breach. I don't even know. And Bruce Willis is he still an actor? Or is he just? A walking. Well, go ahead, Chris. I don't know. There's another movie that just came out on one of those streams. Yes. Uh, I watched that was like, oh no, it's the tomorrow. Oh no. Tomorrow War. Which tomorrow War with um. Pratt? Yeah, they like that was not that great from what I heard, and so I feel like movie companies will make the movie, mm-hmm. and then realize that this is kind of garbage. We'll just sell it to a streaming service. Yeah. Or it's like the video on demand situation now too. Like I think breach went right. I guess I, so I started researching Bruce Willis and went in a wiki hole on him and article hole. He's just doing movies and not even they're saying he shows up, but doesn't even act. He just shows up on set and he's barely talking. Like he's, I think he's just looking for paychecks now. And there's another one that just came out with him in it that they said the same thing about, uh, yeah, this movie was awful. I did see tomorrow war. I, that one, I will say, I didn't think it was good, but it was entertaining. And the, the special effects were a million times better than breach. I thought, did you see the tomorrow war pet? Yeah, that actually was going to be my next, like in talking about things oh. I've watched and stuff. All right, I'm let's bring up tomorrow war. So go good transition. Now. Yeah. Good transition. Right. Uh, I thought it was quite bad. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it had a mild entertaining value in that, like it was an action flick, but like, most of the plot points were not great or like well-developed. Yeah. A lot of plot holes, right? Yeah. And it didn't even need the site. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could have made that movie without them having to go like without time travel. And it still would have been just, it would have been the same movie. So like, that was just like a, I don't know, an an unnecessary thing. I think that they threw in to try to draw in more of a sci-fi crowd. I don't know. I think it's one of those frustrating movies that I like the idea. We're going to go try and travel to the future to fight a war. There's your, there's your tagline now, but they didn't like get the ideas down enough to do it. And then Chris Pratt will bring you, will bring in the audience. Like kind of like what you're saying, Pat, they're just doing it to make money essentially. Yeah. Or like, like if you're going to use time travel, like I feel like you need to make it, you need to have it. I don't know you need to make something in the plot with it right like like for example looper like that time travel aspect of that while it's not necessarily central it plays such an integral part in how things unfold in the movie we should do like a show on time travel and really discuss (laughs) hey maybe maybe uh maybe next week we we that's our next episode time travel i don't know (laughs) listeners that's an inside joke that was the last show we were planning on doing before we what do we go? Do we go on hiatus? Oh, Chris, it's our next show. <laughs> no, opener. Yeah, this is what I said. Our, no, our opener of season two of Cast Previews. Wouldn't this be the opener, or is this the the preview? This is like season, season zero. This is like episode zero zero of season is this two. Sweeps week. 
Yeah, this is like the sweeps senior. week. Yeah, this is our sweeps week episode. You got it. <laughs> Who are we going up against? I don't even remember what the Olympics. Are. We're going up against the Olympics. Yeah, we're going up against what? The Miles is out, so I'm pretty sure we can pull the pull the viewers now. Guys, I, um, we watched fencing today. I just side story. We watched fencing today, the finals tonight. It was so entertaining. These girls were going at it. Like usually fencing isn't really like sword fighting. This was like sword fighting. It was amazing. You were probably was... watching Epe then, right? Yes, yeah. I was. Oh, Pat knows yeah. a little bit about it. I like it. I, my wife was a fencer, man. She what? Yeah. Are we doing a fencing episode? Actually, my wife, so 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 Jamie was saber. She says that was the most. That was like the most hardcore one. Like she's like every other. There's no sabers hanging in your house. Then they are. They're in the garage. <laughs> I've never seen them. They're in a bag. Get him out of the bag. No okay. Okay. <laughs> Next time the bag's just in a corner behind Pat and his camera. Um, but yeah, so uh, and like she's she always says that that they're you know that like Saber's the best one. And so I'm sure every type of fencer says that about all the other ones, but yeah. I didn't know there were different types till today, and I they were mentioning is it FA? FA? FA, yeah. yeah. But that one, and it was tied and was the last round, so it was awesome. But another thing you may not know, Rochester is like the American hotspot for fencing. It is like, like of like cities in the country, like people go to Rochester to train. Really, it is. It is like a fencing mecca for the United States. I didn't know that. Should we do a fencing class together, guys? Probably we'll get whooped, but yeah. No, we won't. Oh, oh no! Hold on, a beginner class, Pat. Still get one against against these sabers. It's about the skill level, Pat. So we'll go up against the ten year olds. All I know is my wife just says it's all about the footwork. So just have good footwork. I'm out. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I don't care about footwork. I uh, I watched. Oh man, men's the U.S. rugby game quarterfinal game today. What a throw! Ugh, U.S. was up by twenty one zip and then blew it. Bad. The worst. So are they out? Oh yeah. Single elimination. Gotcha. Yeah, they made it to the knockout round and then immediately lost. It was pretty cool. Gotcha. So um going back real quick to what were we talking about? The tomorrow war, Pat. Well, uh, yeah. Um, just we could just bring this up in general. Did you guys another TV show I was thinking of? Did you guys see Loki at all? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I've only got through episode one. I like, I'm enjoying it and I got to keep going, but I'm way go. new segment. Yeah. Okay. Did I watch that? Cause we got to talk about that at some point too. I think mm-hmm. so. that was actually my article for the week. This week, if we were doing that, I had a, found an article on, uh, it was a DC writer about why DC movies don't do yes. as well as Marvel. I read that too. It was uh, David David, oh, Goyer. David S. Goyer. Did you guys read yeah. all? I, I, I've read like an 30 interview. articles. I just read a quick summary. He gave an interview in Hollywood Reporter, and his whole thing was Kevin Feige is doing them. There's Feige. 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 I think it is Feige. He's just doing an awesome job leading it and keeping everything, you know, streamlined and, uh, you know, guiding everything and having just one person in charge to keep like the vision in check uh for where they want to head is is the secret whereas dc's gone through you know so many different aspects and so many different people at the top and gone through so many like restructurings that they can't 
can't keep thing in or anything in order. Yeah, I read that too, which makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, you know, blaming one person. It's just blaming like the system that DC yep. has over there. And I yep. think the other thing that people over exaggerate or forget is Marvel had some stinkers. Mm-hmm. It's not like every Marvel movie blows it out of water. Thor Dark World is not that great. Avengers Infinity but, War. Come on, guys. <laughs> Wait. Well, but I think that's the thing is even when you look at like the amount of money they made, though, even the, the stinkers, quote unquote, like still made a bunch mm-hmm. of money for. Mm-hmm. But I guess the right that's still true for DC. But even like the DC movies, like Suicide Squad, made a decent amount of money. Right. You know, Batman, Superman made almost a billion dollars. It should have made eight hundred and twenty billion dollars. Yeah. I think. I guess. I, oh God. I was going to say, maybe the difference, though, too, is when you have, and for Marvel, when you have a stinker, it, it it at least is still feeding into the, like, kind of overarching story and pushing things forward, where, like, that was partially true for DC, but then some of the stinkers, like Suicide Squad or whatever, like, while they were connected, it was still kind of a, sta- a standalone thing that didn't really feed into any other overarching story as much. I don't know. No, that makes sense. I, I think speaking of that new suicide squad in two weeks, right? Yeah. One week, week and a half. I'm excited because of James Gunn doing it. I, I, I'm, I'm more hopeful because of James Gunn, but based on the previews, I'm like, it's kind of, it seems a lot like the first. Yeah. No, they made a Harley Quinn birds of prey movie. Yeah. I watched it. Without, you didn't even, I kind of like heard what happened. Uh, you can never, skip that one's a skip it for sure. <laughs> heard anything about it coming out. I heard Not they were good. Trying to do that. I think it came out last summer i thought yeah it's pretty old it's bad the, yeah. i think the other thing is look at the percentage of of you know success in marvel versus dc like most of marvel movies have done well and are good movies like especially more recently most dc movies are not really great movies yeah. um like i'm trying to think of thor dark world i thought iron man 3 was kind of bad um there's been a few was Iron Man 2 was that too, yeah. yeah. Um, but since since then, like even the Ant-Man movies have been good. Like they they figured out how to make and the TV shows. I thought Loki was my favorite one so far. Uh I mean, it definitely was the most sci-fi geekish, I'd say, out of all of them. But uh I think they're just doing a crazy good job. Speaking of Disney Plus and shows on Disney Plus, I don't know if you guys noticed anything in uh one of the Disney Plus shows, 616. The Comic Con episode. I noticed that there was a big giant headed Deadpool in the background of one of them. Guys, what? I was on Disney Plus. I was on <laughs> Disney Plus. It's crazy. My, Ross sent me a picture. He's like, you'll never believe this. And I look oh, at it and I like forgot who who was in the foreground. It might have been one of the guys playing uh Wakanda um character. Oh, and yeah. then there's a line and then you just see my dumb big Deadpool head. <laughs> Where like, was that taking? Was that at it must have been at Toronto, right? No, that's New York City. That was New York City. Oh you brought it down there. Yeah. That's right. So and that was for because I did the stupid show and went on stage and stuff and yep. lost. But um it is I definitely recommend watching that episode for me. Uh, but if not for me, there are some <laughs> awesome costumes in there. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in person. And they didn't win. That was the weirdest part. But uh, yeah, Disney Plus, guys, all day. Sweet. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I will also, I think, so I was talking about some of the things I've been watching when we went on that tangent about Tomorrow War was really bad. I also watched Army of the Dead, um, also kind of bad. <laughs> so keeping that streak alive. Still haven't finished it. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Are I mean, you going to, Chris? No. Here's, here's the thing. I if I could rewatch Ted Lasso instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would recommend that. Like, so Zack Snyder did Dawn of the Dead way back. This was like way, I think one of his first movies he directed. The um, first like big budget movie. It was yeah. a remake of it. There, yeah, it was a remake yeah, was of the original Dawn of the Dead where they're, where they're so listeners who don't know the plot of Dawn of the Dead, you're, they're a zombie movie, but they take shelter in like a shopping mall. And so just kind of, you can kind of maybe picture that in your head and, and how that could play out. Um, and that movie was like good, I thought. I remember, so I remember part of it though too. I went with a bunch of friends, and this was like, a, you know, we were in college, and so we just had a really good time with it. Like we were yelling and hollering in the theater, so we, it turned it into a whole spectacle. But I think just in general, that was like, that movie was like a pretty good zombie movie, and that was also one of the first movies to have like the fast zombies, because that came out right around or like shortly after Twenty Eight Days Later. So, like those were those were the first two. Like you know, you had the speedy zombies. Um, which kind of made it a little more scary. Um, but so then, yes, yeah, so then to see this, uh, I don't know, man, not great. Like there were some cool, some cool plot elements that he put in, like the the kind of hierarchy of zombies and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like there were just a lot of, I feel like there were a lot of plot threads that he like dangled in there that just weren't developed enough. Like, like what, Pat? Just name a couple. So like <laughs> very beginning when like they kind of just sort of allude to that the zombie came from like Area 51. And so, like, so then it's like, well, is he an alien, or like just a ex- military? Ex- he knows like, what is Some this? Of us haven't finished the movie and never will. It, <laughs> never yeah. will. Well, there's nothing to spoil, Chris, because you don't <laughs> know. Because <laughs> he just never explores <laughs> his plot point. Yeah, can you spoil it for me, Pat? Because I didn't find out when I watched the movie. Well, that was the thing too, is I didn't catch that, and I was like <laughs> reading stuff after. I was like, wait, what? That's what this is supposed to be? So like. I don't know. It was just like it would have made it way more interesting if they're already was... having a bad taste in my mouth because they showed the trucks from Area 51. And then I was like, wait, is this a zombie? Really? And then, and then, that was the other thing. Like, this is how I know I'm getting old, is because when, like, in the beginning, like how it all starts is like there's this big car crash. And so, like, the one car hits the other and, like, the thing just explodes out of nowhere. I'm like, that doesn't happen when you <laughs> a car. <laughs> that's not how a car would blow up i'm just like i'm like at least i don't know don't do it that way man that was lame pat i got i have a classic response to that uh that was the most realistic thing that happened in that movie so <laughs> yes so yeah, I mean, what about the so for me exactly what you said the some of the zombies you catch their eyes are shining blue like some of them and uh, come to find out some of them are robot zombies, but he doesn't explain that whatsoever. Um, yeah, so he had he and the only reason you know this is because he has like two prequel, I two prequel shows and a sequel show ready to go. And like, so he had all this backstory. They're doing like a cartoon on it. They're doing like all this other they're doing a side show, I think, with just the the one guy, um, the safe cracker guy. So this, cause he was so great that now he, they developed his own thing. Yes. He was the best part of the movie that yeah. he did. He was a scene stealer and every, like every time he was, on I mean, it wasn't Tignataro. She was supposedly amazing in it. No, 
I she mean, was, she was she, in it instead of uh, Chris. What was yeah, his name? Chris, uh, the comedian. Yeah, because he Chris made Rock. some. No. no, Chris, like the it's the <laughs> land, or something. Chris Delia. Chris Pratt. Delia. Chris Delia. Chris, yeah, it was. He was in it for Chris Pratt because Chris Pratt was filming Tomorrow War. I heard that too. They they wanted to have rival rival bad movies bad go against movie. each other. <laughs> where's the movie on which yeah it was it was like a bat between chris pratt and jack snyder so overall to finish finish this one on on uh this movie can we just go around thumbs up or thumbs down on giving zack snyder another shot at any movie we got thumbs down down. we got a thumbs up and thumbs down okay me okay let me be more specific on a movie that's his own creation Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'll give him a thumbs up for that. On a pre-existing intellectual property. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. I think I'm with Pat. Thumbs up. We need something to talk about. (laughs) Kristen, you didn't even finish the movie. (laughs) Yeah, but we're talking about it. (laughs) I think if they had gone into that saying that it was aliens instead of zombies and the aliens acted like zombies, I would have been much more into it. That's all. Just a little tweak there, but it was just out there. It was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so that's pretty much how I've been spending my time. I was watching bad streaming movies. Um, uh, to add to that, Pat, did you see uh, bad streaming movies? Did you see uh, Gunpowder Milkshake yet? No, that has been the the algorithms have been recommending <laughs> that hard for me. So uh, Andy, I, I probably will watch it eventually. Don't tell me it's bad. I kind of I had hopes for that one. I made it through half of it. It's <sighs> not. Hold on, time out though. It's not horrible. It's entertaining. <laughs> It's a little bit, the whole gist is like a slower assassin-ish type movie. Um, but there's some awesome scenes. I would say halfway through, it's worth watching. It's not great though. But that, I had, uh, oh God, what movie was that? Um, there was a movie with, actually, no, never mind. Cause I'm, there's no way I'm going to remember it. But I, there was a very similar movie where it was like supposed to be terrible, like terrible reviews. And I remember watching being like, this is, I don't know. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. But I can't remember the name. It's the one with where she has all these imagination things and they're fighting the war. Cherry bomb. No, that's no, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. That, was Zach, that was Zack Snyder. That was oh, a Zack Chris. Snyder movie. <laughs> Chris might be our biggest Snyder head here. I like slow, fast, slow. <laughs> slow, fast, slow. <laughs> I, uh, I you guys name a movie on Netflix. I've probably seen it in the past week. So you can just keep going through them if you want, whatever you've seen. Okay, I guess not. Uh, what about Black Summer season two? What's Black that? Summer? I've heard about it. The, the season one was awesome. It's a zombie show. Oh, unfortunately, no, season two expects you to remember everything from season one. So <laughs> I watched the first episode. I'm like, I gotta watch season one again. Yes, Chris. So we're we're talking a lot about zombie things and like what we're watching, um, but we haven't touched on this. You guys aware Comic Con was last weekend? Yeah. Yes. Did you? Like, did we even realize it was happening? I, I did only because I wanted to go, and I I I knew it only because uh, I saw a lot of coverage and stuff that was announced. Yeah, um, it was so like, Zemir like lost so much of its luster this year, partly because of COVID. I think you're right. No one was there, like big companies, but everyone's pulling out to do their own thing. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. So wait, guys, I was able to look up the assassin movie that I watched. It was called Polar. I believe it was also on Netflix. Polar. Um, and it was like it got terrible reviews and it was supposed to be kind of like it's kind of cool and it, it bombed. But I liked it. I thought it was good. So hopefully Gunpowder Milkshake, same. I didn't Hans Mikkelsen. I don't know if I even heard of Polar. I'll look that well, one up. Well, I'm going to recommend it. You should watch yeah. it. But also, you should also was- watch Sucker Punch. Yeah, I haven't seen Sucker Punch yet either. I almost watched Kick Ass and Kick Ass Two. I've Ooh, never Kick seen Ass those. Is good. Yeah, I think those. I, I, wa- I watched most of Kick Ass One. I can't remember. I watched I, the end of it. I didn't watch the sequel yet, but that's just more the Yeah, uh, Chris, going back to what you said, I actually agree with that. Um, I was, I, I didn't want to read anything about Comic Con because I was so mad I couldn't go, but. I didn't feel like a lot of stuff came out of it. I feel like there wasn't a ton of like pop culture, new stuff. Go ahead, Pat. Well, I was going to say one thing that came out of it. Cause it got me into a whole new graphic novel series. Um, but they announced um, uh, Netflix announced uh, Ush- Ushagi or like, or like Ushagi Des- descendant, um, which is. Usagi continuation- What's right. that? Is it the Usagi Jimbo series? Yeah. It's the continuation of it though. So it takes place like 200 years in the future. And so they're all descendants of Usagi Ujimbo and, and all the other people. But so that got me into Usagi Ujimbo. I've been reading that. It's awesome. Usagi Ujimbo. I never heard of it. Is that a manga or is that? No, it's novel? a, it's a, it's like a, just an independent comic, but it's based off of my favorite samurai, uh, Miyamoto Musashi. Okay. Uh, and so there's, a, it's, a, it's basically the, the writer is okay. taking a lot of like famous Japanese stories and then just like, westernizing them you might remember him in the comic bunny rabbit samurai and ninja turtles yes they yes. had a crossover yep oh okay this is this I is had that. that action figure okay all right cool is it on hoopla it might be i haven't looked i actually i was so excited i just went on amazon and bought like bought three it. of the three of the novels like straight up nice but that was all because of comic-con so thank you comic-con Chris, have you been uh, reading anything recently? Uh, I've been. I'm on the last 20 hours of Wheel of Time. (laughs) So freaking good right now. The last 20 hours. (laughs) I'm on the last full day of Wheel of Time. The last book, the last 20 hours of it. The book is 40 ish hours, 43 or 44. You're almost there. About halfway through the last book, and it is like, it's awesome i can't wait uh and i'm so excited so the amazon has the wheel of time series is supposedly coming out in november 2020 yeah. 21 so this november mm-hmm. and i'm i'm super excited for it but at the same time also very concerned because it's going to be coming going out and just obviously just going to be getting compared to the lord of the rings series that's going to be coming out i don't really know when that is and then just getting like constantly compared. Oh, this is the new Game of Thrones. Is it living up to Game of Thrones? This is going to be Game of Thrones, which there's yeah, there's some comparisons just because it's fantasy setting, but it's not like that type of story. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it, but I also just am worried that it's going to be a super letdown. I mean, it's such a long story. Huh. Like 
they have they, I guess that's the good thing, right? They have a lot to kind of 14 books. He said the guy, so they filmed season one. I think they're pretty much guaranteed a season two. Um, the showrunner has said um he's got eight seasons of material, mm-hmm. but he won't tell you, he won't say how far into the books that is. Which he could only be on like book four. Where to go? <laughs> <laughs> Because what are there like twenty? Aren't there like twenty books? Fourteen. That's a lot. I um, think though, like that 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 show seems like it'll be because it's Netflix doing it, right? Amazon. Amazon. I, I feel like that that show will be pretty good. Yeah, Amazon. I mean that definitely makes me think of like you said, Chris, the Foundation show or the um, Lord of the Rings show. Like those are all in the Sandman show, which. I bought the omnibus guys. I know I talked about it. I did it, okay. uh, spent the money. Um, but I'm wondering, these are huge, huge shows. Like, how are they going to be? Like, I'd rather be nervous than not have them come out though. Right. Yeah. I want to see them. True. Yeah. I got to give them all a chance. Well, I feel like that's it too, especially with some of these things is, when you have one of those shows that comes out, even if it's bad, I feel like other studios see the potential. And so then they're like, well, then, well, they can do it right. We can. And then, you know, you end up getting reboots and stuff. So, you know, it's good for us, good. no matter how, no matter how you look at it. Exactly. It is good. I mean, you've got the, the best part about this is these shows would be sci-fi network shows like 15 years ago. Right. Yeah. So now we've got these, these TV streaming services that have the budget to throw out these like awesome. Cause that's, that's one of the big drags of the sci-fi shows is the special effects. Cause it can take you out of it, even if everything else is good mm-hmm. and they'll put the money in special effects. And then obviously the writing and character development. So I'm super pumped about it. I will say though, the flip side of that is you probably actually have a shorter leash than you do on like a network or something, just because, because with the streaming service, it's all about if you're bringing in, if you know, if you're bringing in new subscribers or keeping old subscribers. And so as soon as, as soon as the show's not doing that because of the production costs, they're yeah. Cut. So, so um, speaking of that, real quick, quick recommendation: uh, the movies that made us season two came out, and yes. uh, I watched the Forrest Gump one, and they talk a lot about money in that one. It was so good. Definitely watch the Forrest Gump one. I, I just saw on my Netflix feed that like that that came out and I haven't even looked at what video or what movies they talk about. So I'm oh, they have some great ones. Ghostbusters okay. or was Ghostbusters in the yeah Ghostbusters Back to the Future. Um, oh, there's no, a couple others. Another tangent. Did you guys see the new Ghostbusters trailer? I purposely didn't, but I heard it was serious. Is it good? Okay, it's good. It's All good. Right. I just watched it I'll actually watch just it. before we started recording. It was it was good. Okay, cool. Yeah, because that's gonna be coming out too. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, I think this is probably a good spot to kind of stop. We we were able to catch up a little bit. I will say I didn't get into any of the, the games I've been playing, but save it for another time, I guess. It's all right. It's part two. Part two. It's getting late on our end, so okay. you know, we'll get to a part two. But all right, guys. Good catching up. We'll get to episode zero zero point five next time. Until then. We'll keep casting. Castanets, keep on listening.